comedy. 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 Who? Who wants to do some comedy? Yeah, I'm in, I guess. My mom's not coming to pick me up for a while, so I've got some time. Yes! Need more. More comedy. Comedy? No. Not at all. It's not not even funny. Somebody's really hurt. That guy's really hurt there. Guys, are you listening? Good. So, you're in. Not enough. Not enough. More comedy. Comedy. What can I do for you, Tim? Get the fuck out of my way. Comedy. Yeah, I don't know. Just like, how many kilograms of lettuce really is there in Kuwait? Huh. That's good. Uh-huh. Wait, do the people of Kuwait even know about lettuce? I'm sure they do. Hey. Hey, you too. Yeah? Do you want to do some comedy? Yes. No. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah, I guess, sure. Great. Welcome back to Radio Classics. We return with part three of the murder mystery, The Haunted Phonograph. It was first broadcast in 1930. With culture having changed quite radically since it was originally recorded, some of the expressions and views of the characters have become quite dated. For this reason, the program has been heavily censored for rebroadcast. We attempted to retain the spirit of the recording. Enjoy. The Haunted Phonograph, starring Clint Hill and William Willis. We join our crew right after the discovery of a Brand Manor ghost 
tensions are high and arguments abound. What have you done there, Will? You scared them off. You see, I knew about the ghost, see? I couldn't tell you in front of the help. Oh, he doesn't know anything. He's just a simple It's the broad I'm concerned about. What's she got to do with this? Nothing. And that's the way I intend to keep it. She's right where she belongs. And making And you left your notes out all careless and whatnot. Ah, it's no worry. She's a and she can't really Ha-ha! <laughs> and how? Just then, Clara enters. Hello, boys. I may not have learned the but I can with the best of them. I was in the where I belonged, and I heard everything. I would have wrote it down, but I... God bless America. There's a knock at the door. It's the help! What are you doing here? Shouldn't you be... I was... Your story's questionable at best. Then what happened? Laboratory. Ghost of the phonograph. It makes perfect sense. She was in the living room. And it... That's when the help... Just then the manor begins to shake. Oh my fucking... Quick! To the automobile! It's gone! Stolen! Quiet, you... Haha, <laughs> and how? Will they make it out of the manor in time? Why was the help in the laboratory so long? And where's the automobile? All this and more when we return next week with... The Haunted Phonograph! We at the U.S. Mint are honored to introduce fantastic new commemorative coin options to our catalog. Remember, all coins are legal tender, backed by the United States government. Finally, a coin for Earth Day, Arbor Day, and Helen Keller Day. Only $10, each a limited edition. But it's not all holidays and fun and games. You too can have a coin of your own for... The GameStop Stock Short of 2021, the hit show Supernatural on the CW, and, that's right, Murph the Nerf Mascot. But that's not all. We have coins for the last time your father will ever pick you up, your significant other's cat that hates you, the fear you're simply not doing what you should be in life, each coin more limited than the last. Yes, we even have a coin for the last time you embarrassed yourself at a company outing. Getting caught being drunk on the job. And the time you got passed over for a promotion by that piece of shit Frank, who thinks he's so goddamn good at narrating commercials. But luckily, we're finally releasing a commemorative coin of me sleeping with his wife. Hey, open the door so I can kick your ass. Oh, look who it is. Would you look at that? We're releasing a commemorative coin of your wife leaving you and taking the kids. Oh, wow. A commemorative coin of her moving in with me. What's that I hear? A commemorative coin of your son calling me dad? Huh, maybe I'll get one of those and spend it on a new swing set for my family. Come on, you're just delaying it. I'm gonna kick you in the ass. Open up! Come on, I just wanna talk. Well, and kick your ass, but just, just open the door! 
would you look at that? A commemorative coin of you drinking alone in a studio apartment. I bet that'll sell. And another one of me walking your daughter down the aisle. I'll teach you not to okay, fuck okay, my relax. wife. Relax. Attention shoppers, we hope you are enjoying your shopping experience here at Pet Barn. If you could please avoid aisle three while we attempt to clean up the spill of bird seed and have two rival gangs of birds that have taken up residence, we have employees with neck and back. Nothing to worry about, there's just some bad blood that goes way back. Thank you everyone. Welcome. And thank you for purchasing the Misty Meadows Meditation Audio CD. Before we start, take a moment to find an open space on the floor. Sit down in a comfortable position. All right, let's begin. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe in. Sharks on the floor. Breathe in. Breathe on the shit. Broken the misty shark. Breathe suck shit. Breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe in. Folks, give it up for Bert Bagel. <laughs> How you doing tonight, Bert? Good, Rod. Well, you look great. Thanks, Rod. So next month, your new movie, The Bank Teller, has you play Dirk Kurtman, an anxious, awkward bank teller by day, but a suave and charismatic super spy at night. How hard was it to play essentially two roles in one? Not that hard, Rod. It just felt like playing two characters. Fascinating stuff. Moving on, uh, there's been a few stories coming out about you and your co-star, Blanche Tussler, looking a little too cozy on set. Care to comment? It gets cold, Rod. And when it gets cold, we need to huddle for warmth. I'd do it with anyone, Rod. <laughs> okay, uh, let's change topics to outside the movie. A little cold right now, Rod. Oh, uh, I'll see if we can get the guys backstage to get the AC down a little bit. No, cold like last time I came on here and someone stole my fucking blazer. What? I want my goddamn blazer back, Rod. Whoa, whoa, just take it easy. I don't know anything about your blazer. Now, don't play dumb with me, Rod. I know you took my blazer. It was a beautiful gift from your crew. You fucking stole it. You know, three years ago when I was here to promote Passion of the Christ 3D. You ruined my life when you stole my blazer. That wasn't a gift. A sign of respect and admiration, and you tarnished it with your petty jealousy. 
I used to respect you, Rad. I used to believe in you. But you showed your two colors. That blazer was from wardrobe. You can make up whatever excuse you want, Rod. But deep down, I know you're a piece of shit. You couldn't handle how much your crew loved me, so you just had to desecrate the first sign of affection I've received in almost a decade. I can't trust anyone anymore. But your marriage to Gertrude Corncob? It's a sham, Rod. A little bit of Hollywood fiddle-faddle to get the press going, you fucking child. A fairy tale, a lie. My marriage is a house of cards made of bullshit. I've never loved anyone but that blazer, and you took it from me. Listen, that blazer was from wardrobe. That wasn't to keep. It was for the show. What? That wasn't a gift. Really? So, can you put the gun away? I really am cold, though. Well, we can loan you the blazer from wardrobe. Bring it out. How does it feel to be reunited? It feels good, Rod. It feels right. First time in years. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm keeping this. Fine, fine. It's a gift. So you brought six guns onto my talk show? I bring six guns everywhere, Rod. Please be seated. I'm sure many of you are aware that my time leading this congregation is coming to an end. I will truly, dearly miss our weekly gathering, but it's time to bring in new blood to lead the flock. To that end, leading communion today will be Pastor Braven. Whoa! Yes, yes, oh, yeah. Please don't swear. Are you guys ready? <coughs> I said, are you guys ready? All right, okay. We're gonna do things a little differently today. I want you all to get those mouths open because we're gonna be blasting you in the stands with the body of Christ. And make sure you check under those pews, folks. Gonna need that tarp. We're gonna get you soaked in the blood of Christ. Let's do this. Amen, baby. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Okay, for the baptism, it's, it's just a quick dunk with the baby. You don't need to hold them under too long. Gently, this time. Yeah, 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 I got this, bro. Don't even sweat it, man. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Are you ready to welcome your child into the loving embrace of the Holy Spirit? Give me that baby. Hey, welcome to the flock, little guy. Confession time! All right, break it down and tell me those sins. So I've been unfaithful. Oh man, that is bad, dude. 
I, I know. Like, seriously, man. That's fucking awful. Okay. Uh, anyway, it's my secretary. We've been doing it for a while. <laughs> You're busted, man. This one's definitely going on TikTok. What? I'm saying you're fucking busted, my dude. Three Hail Marys and enjoy divorce court. You're done. I'm bugged. Your wife's right outside this confessional. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, man. Trying to get this new series off the ground, so if you can plug it in your socials, hashtag open confessional, I'd seriously appreciate it, bro. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Shoppers, we have been made aware that the cattle cats that hang out behind Jimmy Boy's watering holes have made their way into the store and have begun to rip apart the birds and are attacking our employees who are on bird duty. So please keep a safe distance from house 234 while we solve this feline frenzy. And all employees that were previously on bird duty, go ahead and switch to cat duty. Oh, wow! Keep it up, Alan! You're in for a void and hope that kind of point. All right, kid, my name is Margaret Leopold Branson. My initials are MLB, but I hate the football or the hockey or whatever. It's your first day of voice lessons. I don't got all day. Your parents said you got some pipes. Let's hear it. Sing a uh, happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday to... No, no, no. You got to breathe if you want to sing. How can you sing without breathing? Now take a deep breath. Oh, God. <coughs> oh, you got a light, kid. A light? A match, a lighter. Oh, forget it. I'll use the stove. Oh, oh that's better. All right. Deep breath. And... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh. Did I do something wrong? No, it's just this song brings back a lot of memories. Oh, well, I could sing another song. Memories of when I was little, girl. My parents used to sing it to me every year for my birthday. I haven't even had a birthday since. You picked the song. No, don't tell me. Must have been a... Oh, do, do you remember the 80s? I'm 12. Yeah, oh, would you look at the time? That's all we got for your first lesson. Keep practicing, kid. Now, now get out of here. But my parents aren't here. Listen, kid, my parents aren't here either, but you gotta go. I need to take my nap. All right, just one more name on the list. Okay, let's do this. Hello? Hello. I'm calling to speak with a Mr. Hank Johnson. Yeah, this is him. Great. I hope you're doing well. I'm calling to discuss your vehicle's extended warranty. I don't have a vehicle. I'm sorry? 
I don't own a vehicle. There aren't any in my name. That, that's impossible. Not really. I've never. Is this a practical joke for me? What? No. What a weird way to ask that. I have to call you back. No, you don't. No, no, no. Fuck. This cannot be happening. Fuck. 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 What's going on? So I called this Hank Johnson guy to speak with him about his extended warranty, right? Of course. But when I brought it up, he said he didn't have a car. Fucking what? None in his name or anything. He doesn't have a fucking car. This has never happened in the history of this company. Why is his name on the fucking list? Now he thinks I'm a complete idiot. He'll never trust us again. This could give telemarketers a bad name everywhere. We need to fix this. How? Tell me how. Okay, 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 okay. Just call back and offer him something he can't turn down. Like what? I don't know this guy. I have no idea what his interests are. It needs to be something no one could say no to. Wait, I think I've got something. Hello? Hello, Mr. Johnson. I'm very sorry about that last call. We got you confused with another client. We were actually supposed to let you know that you are entitled to an all-expenses-paid trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, no thanks. What? But it's completely free. I doubt that. There's always some sort of catch. I'll pay for it somehow. Why don't you trust me? Trust you? I don't even know you. I would die for you. What in the hell are you talking about? No, you wouldn't. Look, this is all super fucking weird, and speaking with you, it just makes me upset. I will make this right. Are you even listening to me? Well, that didn't work. You, over there. Drop what you're doing and pull up everything we've got on Hank Johnson. Yes, sir. We're going to figure this the fuck out. All right. Johnson Hank, he has seven children, was divorced in 1999 and 2002, and he won a lifetime supply of Robitussin. He's a Pulitzer Prize winner, and he bought a Sony home stereo system in 2004. Does the stereo have a warranty? Yes, it does. I'm on it. Hello? Don't hang up. I'm calling to discuss the warranty on the stereo you purchased in 2004. Finally! I've been waiting for this call. I assume you'll need my social security number? Yes, please. Attention shoppers, we are asking you all to make a calm and orderly exit from uh, wherever you can. Hey, what? Again? How many? Jesus all of them? Hey there, excuse me, this third air cleanser. Please, we have told you numerous times that you can only bring five of your dogs in at a time, not your pack of 25 pounds. You are just adding to an already bad situation, sir. Oh my god! They just fucking shot Alan! He's dead! He's fucking dead! Why do the dogs have a shotgun? Just like bitches at the club or the bitch in my Chevrolet. All right, that was Rainy Day Fun by Danny Rafin. It's currently 11.03. We'll have some traffic updates coming up, but first, we go to Rob with the world of sports. Welcome, Rob. What's the word? This week has been fucking crazy. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, uh, you know, come on now, Rob. 
We're on the air. I really don't care anymore. What are they going to do? Find me? Let them. This whole world's gone to shit. As we discussed before, the World Anti-Doping Administration has decided that doping and steroids are okay to use in professional sports. Yes, and as far as I've seen, it's made for some very interesting games. <laughs> oh, yeah, if that's what you want to call it. I'd use words like psychotic or batshit. They have been pretty wild. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but up until this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves have been exclusively a basketball team. No? That's correct. It was quite a surprise when they showed up to play baseball against the Boston Red Sox. Every single batter from both teams made an out-of-the-park home run. And on that note, our thoughts are with the passengers on flight 6942. 69. At no speed should a baseball disable the engine of a 737. They just kept playing like it was nothing. Broke every record ever made. That wasn't the only game to break records this week. What was up with that Patriots-Rams game? So Barry Sanders came out of retirement to play for the New England Patriots. They won 385 to 343. Early on, the ref tried to call Sanders for unsportsmanlike conduct, so he picked the ref up by his leg and frisbeed him up into the bleachers. The rest of the game went uninterrupted. <laughs> well, I think it's a good time to welcome our guest. Guest? Yes, he's eight feet tall, and he's been waiting patiently in a bear cage in the back of the station. Don't make any sudden movements or eye contact as we welcome Aaron Rodgers. Mr. Rogers, welcome. Please have a seat. Not yet. This was a terrible idea. Mr. Rogers, over here, sir. That was one hell of a game you played. What's it like having a growth spur at age 38? Listening to 69 FM, 80s, 90s, and today. Oh, the pharmacy. Hello, this is CBX Pharmacy on Washington Ave, calling to inform you that your prescription for insulin three fifty unit pens will be ready for pickup tomorrow at twelve thirty p.m. great please be aware that the pharmacist will be on lunch from twelve thirty p.m. to four thirty p.m. jesus a four-hour lunch how yes he is the general manager's nephew wait what he is the general manager's nephew. He can basically do whatever he wants. It's really frustrating. I, uh... For Spanish, dial 5 and press the pound key. Please be aware the pharmacist will be away from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. What? Why? I didn't catch that. Why? The pharmacist says... He is using the bathroom, but we all know his uncle sent him to rehab for porn addiction. I really don't need to know about this shit. Also, this guy needs a whole hour to take care of himself? Yes. <sighs> okay, so I can only get my prescription at 4.30 or after 6? Hello? No, 
The pharmacist will be home after 6 p.m. from what he claims is chronic fatigue. Oh man, that's unfortunate. Yeah, my mom. But um... on his Instagram feed, he's actually drinking beer and playing disc golf with his frat bros. Come on, are you guys fucking serious? If this time is not convenient for you, say, I need it sooner. I need it sooner. I need it sooner. No. What? The pharmacist does not wake up until after 11 a.m. Are you fucking kidding me? You assholes need to get me my insulin now. If you would like to speak to a pharmacist, say, I need help with my prescription. I need help. I'm sorry, the pharmacist is currently unavailable. God damn it, what is he doing now? What, is, is it jerk time? Is he taking a fu little fucking siesta, yelling at babies? He is throwing rocks at geese. You piece of shit. For 30 minutes a day, he goes behind the store and throws rocks at geese. Fuck this, I'm going to Walgreens. It's kind of... Ugh. It's kind of lonely here. Attention, if anyone is left out there, you need to get out now. The dogs have taken over. They are holding my fellow employee in the fish house. If you can make it to- Police, get down on the ground. Come on boys, this is the moment we trained for. Attention all shoppers, you may continue your shopping experience as usual. Just step over any carcasses as our employee Phil will be coming around to clean up once he is finished dressing his wounds. And don't miss next week's huge never seen before or after ginormous taxidermy pet blowout sale. Get that special someone a pet with that old maintenance. Thank you for listening to Sketchy Characters. I hope you had some fun. I know I did. A special thanks to all of the person who made this episode possible. Uh, this episode was written by Tim, as well as directed by Tim. All voiceover work heard on this episode is courtesy of Tim. A very special shout-out to... Hey, what the fuck, man? You can't just take credit for the whole goddamn episode. Well... I haven't finished yet. I still have more name to read. Names. Totally. Whatever, man. Just mention people other than you. <clears throat> All voiceover work heard on this episode is courtesy of Tim. A uh, very special shout out to our research staff who are led valiantly by Tim. All marketing for this episode was done by Tim's Little Bitch Brigade, a subsidiary of the Tim Corporation No Affiliation. And... Oh, come on, what now? Dude, you're still just giving credit to yourself. Plenty of people worked on this thing. Hmm. Uh, I think I see what you're going for. I'll include them in this next section and we could just fix it in post. <sighs> Fine. Just do it so we can stop paying for studio time. Okay, ready? 
Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> uh, sound engineer, not Tim. Casting director, not Tim. Sound designer, not Tim. Music production, not Tim. Foley, not Tim. Uh, uh, and last but certainly not least is our fearless captain that keeps us afloat, our producer, Tim. How was that, guys? Guys? Hello? Thank you for listening to this episode of Sketchy Characters. This podcast is produced by Kyle Frazier and Undercover Pod Network. This episode was written and directed by Tim DeLong, John Nyberg, Kyle Frazier, and Bo Nelson. Audio editing by John Nyberg and Kyle Frazier. Performed by Ryan Atkins, Bo Nelson, Maddie McAllister, John Nyberg, Tim DeLong, and Kyle Frazier.